Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Top Tier Tactics, where we all become mathematicians. And by mathematicians, I mean we're crunching numbers. And we're looking at the NFL Combine. Bud, how you doing? I love it. That's what I live for. Let's do it. All right. So, obviously, the most important part of the Combine was the QBs, in my opinion. Because you know you know me. I love ra- looking at my quarterbacks. I love rating my quarterbacks. And I love predicting which ones are going to be the busts and the future of the NFL. All right. I do want to point out you making absolute fun of me. For Danny Dimes. For Danny Dimes. 100%. 100%. We're going to be blatantly honest with each other on this show. Yes. That's that's just that's what we, we do. That's how we do things. 100%. 100%. I love quarterbacks, but Nader was the guru 100% last year. Wide receivers, on the other hand, A.J. Brown looks like a premium aspect of a wide receiver. Yes, you definitely. 100%. So we have our own little the wide receivers. We have our own little quarterback, wide receivers, running back situation, tight end, all that good stuff. Exactly. So you you, you know you're getting a 100% the correct answer no matter what. And Either if not, way. then it's just fake news. Either way. It's cool. So I'll, I'll let you I'll let you start the floor. You want me to start it up? I'll let you start it. So we're going to go quarterback winners. From the combine, okay. obviously it's not. Don't look into it too much, but obviously we want to talk about it. It's not that serious, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Did you let me do this first because you want me to say the first name? Uh, well, we all know I'm horrible with pronunciating names. I'm gonna so do something different. Do Justin Herbert. Oh, <laughs> did you did you dirty right <laughs> there? The names. Justin Herbert was a winner for me. I could agree with that. Um, I, he had a great 40 time, 468. It's great for a quarterback. I mean, he's mobile. He's athletic. We already knew that. His three cone was seven seconds, and his 20 yard shuttle was four seconds. I, I mean, great times in general. It's a quarterback, you know. We're not looking okay, to it. Okay, now that you, said, you said his three cone was seven seconds. Yes. And his shuttle was what? His 20 yard shuttle was four. Well, I don't know what that means. Explain that for me. So three cone for quarterbacks. Yes, I mean three cone and twenty yard shuttle is not that big of a deal. It's not, but what 20, is twenty the yard twenty yard shuttle? You're looking for acceleration, right? Yeah. Uh, three cone, you're looking for a little bit of agility and obviously acceleration, but it doesn't really matter that much on quarterbacks. Obviously, it's a it's a plus because he's an athletic quarterback. You're looking more of D linemen, running backs. Obviously, wide receivers getting in and out of their cuts. Uh, mainly three cone. Three cone. Is that a, like a more defensive back thing? Yeah, defensive back, wide receivers. That's what you're kind of looking at. Agility, so, so, being able to make a cut. So basically like a vertical jump, a broad jump are kind of irrelevant is what you're telling me. A vertical jump can be explosive. You can be a little explosive with it. I mean – He's a quarterback. We're, we're going to be looking at arm strength. Exactly. We want to look at all can that kind of aspects. Ball? Can he throw the ball? And, I mean, can he can he throw the ball? Yes, he can throw the ball. He can throw it's, the ball. His arm is is massive. I mean, he can fit into tight coverage. The, the question is, can he put it all together? 
because he was at Oregon. He didn't play that great with a good team. Can he go through his progressions? Is he just an athletic freak? And we're not going to see anything other than yeah, that. Yeah, is he just an athletic freak? Is what you're saying, but no real NFL talent. I am. I'm still. I'm still in the middle on him. I mean, he has like a Carson Wentz look. He has a. I want to say two years ago, Jared Goff look to me. Not not last year, but the year before that. You know what I mean? Of course, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, he he's got the size. He's got the height. He's got the arm talent. But does he have the Accuracy is my is my concern. He uh, he had, touch, he had a, horse, a little yeah, a little he, touch on the exactly. ball. Yeah, I mean I I agree with that touch on the ball. It, his decision making wasn't very good. Uh, a lot of throws on the flat. I mean you're looking at linebackers interceptions deflections. It, he made a lot of bad decisions at Oregon with the talent around him with a very good team, and you saw it really bad against Arizona this year. I watched that game and they should have won. He played pretty bad, pretty uh, poorly the, the whole game. And in the last four games, he really didn't make that much of an impact over the passing game in general. And obviously, he's the quarterback we want him to look good, especially in college. You go to college and you go to the NFL and you can't really produce that well in in college in general. At least for the last four games, you can go to the NFL. It's gonna be easier. It's going to get twice as hard. Yeah. Four times as hard. He looks like a, obviously a project, but like an enticing project. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you got a big motor in there. Tranny's all good. Big rear end thing can move, but the exterior looks pretty bad. Wow. So it's like a beat up car. Yeah. That can move. Uh, so if I'm an NFL team, yeah, I put me through the shoes. If I'm an NFL team and there is a strong free agency quarterback class. Yeah. Coming like that are free agents. There's a lot of quarterbacks out there that you can go pick out and are arguably more polished and better than our Mr. Herbert here. Why would you rather take him? Potential is the only thing I can really say. I mean, the athletic ability, he has all the tools can he put it all together? Obviously, work on his touch, his mechanics a little bit. But, I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't draft him unless you dropped lower end Substantial first far. round, maybe early second round, which maybe he falls. But a lot of people like potential. There's going to be a lot of quarterback coaches that say, I can coach him up. I can get it done. Just like D-line coaches say the same thing. But, Guess what? Or offensive tackles, mainly. They do the same thing. Offensive line coaches say they can handle it, and we see it fall off a tree, and it doesn't work. Yeah, right now I'm thinking in my head, if I need a quarterback, do I just go after Teddy Bridgewater, or do I draft somebody? <laughs> I feel like that's uh, the biggest question. I think the NFL teams are going to have to ask, would we rather have Teddy Bridgewater? Would we Would we rather have Tyson uh, Hill? I mean, I mean, the good news is Herbert um, in the Senior Bowl looked great. He looked polished. He looked good. We'll have to see long term, obviously, but I think it depends where you're at. If you're if you're rebuilding, yeah, I mean, you can you can do that. But if you're ready to win, you have a good defense, you have a good run game. 
I mean, Ted, Teddy Bridgewater is the better option, in my opinion. Oh, he, I, in my opinion, he's the complete better option right now. Uh, he screams nothing special to me. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm just not. I don't, I don't get the vibe from him that he's going to be an elite NFL quarterback anytime soon. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna give you three different options on where he could go. Okay, and I just want to see what your best, the best option is, the worst option. Okay. okay, basically rank them. It just yep, exactly. So just first, Miami Dolphins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second, Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Third, New England Patriots. New England Patriots. Um, Chargers will be his best case scenario. Why? Because that team around him is the most talented. Okay. Uh, while the Patriots have probably the better coaching staff. That can help coach him up. If you don't have wide receivers to throw to it, if you don't have an offensive line to protect you, it really doesn't matter. You'll you'll get basically Alex Smith on the 49ers. If you remember that, where it was basically hike, snap, sack. Yeah. And trash. Uh, trash. Yeah, it, it, it just it, pretty bad. He was a good quarterback on the worst team possible, and it just made him look horrendous. Uh, second would be, of course, the Patriots. And then third, the Miami Dolphins. They're just the dumpster fire i mean they don't really have an offensive line they don't really have a quarterback they don't have wide i mean they'd have wide receivers now now that Devonte parker they're actually emerged. adam gase is not there and adam gase yeah, is i not mean there. That, i think that's a huge they aspect. don't have a running game they don't really have a good defense uh they, they have a lot of they have a lot of holes they're moving in the right direction yeah. it looks like uh you they got know, the draft picks for this they got the draft picks they're gonna make moves i i do think they draft a young guy and i think herbert could be on the list hopefully they don't do it because i think it could be Detrimental. Yeah, yeah, pretty bad and pushing back a couple of years for sure. I think they're going to need something a little more stable than Herbert and not that big of a project. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Bridgewater wouldn't be bad, to be honest. He really, it, he sounds put really him in enticing. there, try to get offensive line situated. You have Devontae Parker, uh, draft a wide receiver. You have a whole bunch of draft picks built through the draft. I, I wouldn't draft Herbert. That's just my opinion, bottom line. Now, one of the good things on a closing note I want to talk about with Herbert is that he knows how to look off a of safety. And in the NFL, that is one of the deciding factors is of whether you can play quarterback is eyeballing, uh, looking off safeties, not staring on, down a target, and keeping the zone defenders guessing. And he was able to do that, maybe not on an advanced level, but he did show that he can do it. And if you're able to do that, you'll have some success in the NFL. Yeah, and, and he's 6'6". Six, six. Like six, he's six. not going to have huge. an issue falling over or looking over offensive linemen. Uh, he's not small. He, he's definitely a, an athletic freak and, and the main guy. He reminds me of Kaepernick a lot, actually. Not that you mentioned that Kaepernick really? is 6'7". Yeah, he didn't have any touch on his passes, but he had the athletic build. He's an athletic well, he was freak. in. A, he was at a good fit. The Niners had the Niners a really a good run fit. game. They had a really good defense at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was overrated in my opinion. I bit. know, uh, you know, but he was in a great situation. Yeah, and so getting Herbert in the best possible situation is is key. And you think the Chargers overall over any team, Chargers is the best situation? Oh yeah, I think for any team that needs a quarterback, they are the best situation. Could you see? Bridgewater going over there. They could definitely entice him. They could definitely entice him to go there, especially if they pick up another old lineman through the draft. 
or are able to pick up one through free agency, then they'll start becoming that very scary team that players that teams don't want to play against. Okay. I'll let you deal with the next one. We're just going to All right. Tua Tuga Valio. <laughs> How's that? That's great. Thank you. It was premium. Appreciate it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um the concerns were the hip. Yeah, of course. And, That's and the, the main injury. Concern. That was the main concern. It's, it's basically the only, the only real concern I think we have. Unless you have some other No, I mean downs. two ankle surgeries, hip surgery, broken nose, concussion as a starter. Like he's had a lot of issues, but that's football in general. Um can prove in anticipating and timing throws. Other than that, I mean he he's active, agile, uh career touchdown to interception ratio is eight to one. Yeah, I mean Can you run an NFL offense? Yeah, I think he can. You, I think he has to fit inside an RPL type system. So where? Uh, let's see. I don't think the Dol- uh, the Dolphins right now. They are they are a big ball of clay. You can kind of mold that offense or whatever uh, the team wants to be into however you want it to. Yeah. So I think Tua would be a decent fit there. I think that's the best option. To be honest, I think I think him getting drafted by the Dolphins, I wouldn't want them to start him right away unless they gave him what he needed. But he's he's good in the pocket. He has a whole bunch of athletic ability, so he can scramble, kind of like a Kyler Murray, but uh, different, um, and kind of make that team mold to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, I want to compare him to a, a Walmart Russell Wilson. A Walmart version. Yeah. N- n- he's not name brand Russell Wilson. He's a little bit more Walmart. I give him a step over Baker Mayfield, but not quite Russell Wilson. A step over? You don't like Baker Mayfield? No. He, I, I think we've talked about it plenty of times on the podcast where I don't think he's that great. Yeah. I know. So are you not that high on two? So I'm a little bit higher on Tua than Herbert. I yeah, th- I mean, I I'm I'm way higher on Tua. I think if I think he could be good in a whole bunch of different situations. Um, Tua has a, a lot of potential. Uh, he is six foot. He has he's a little short. He's a little short. He has ten inch hands. I mean, but he can make every single throw. He, he sees the field well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a- he's good overall. I, I think he'll be fine wherever he goes. Um, as long as he has help and pieces around him, it, it shouldn't be an issue. And if he doesn't, he he'll still make plays. Still make plays. He's like, got the ability. You know, Kyler Murray made some plays this year. Obviously, two is going to make his. Yeah, he'll get his. Uh, he is able to read a defense and dissect and still make the correct read. Obviously, he hasn't been perfect on it, but you don't really expect a college quarterback to be able to do that. But when you are able to read a defense and make the according read due to that defense, it's a great step into the future that he he will have in the NFL, especially if it's on the Dolphins. I mean, he's he for an athletic quarterback, he likes to sit in the pocket. He he feels comfortable in the pocket. He makes very good decisions. Um, Throwing in between windows, he he has no qualms about it. He'll, He'll do it, and he'll feel comfortable doing it. He's great overall. I think everyone knows that. Yeah. 
there's last year I don't think we had very many quarterbacks that everybody was in a full agreement that he'd be good in the NFL and he's not gonna be a complete bust. Uh Tua I think is one of those players that everybody kinda knows that he'll be all right. Uh yeah. I think the best part if he does go to the Dolphins that they will be playing in a relatively weak division now. I think it's safe to say that's probably going to be one of the more weaker divisions in the NFL. The more and more we we wait and see with the Tom Brady saga for, for the Patriots, they're weak in general, and they have a lot of holes that we've talked about already. Mm-hmm. But I th- I think it's changed. I think that I think the Patriots are done. I know I said this a little bit last year, but I, I think this is it. I don't see them making playoffs. You can be close, but I don't. I think there's going to be a change. The Bills, in this division. the Bills just look good. The Bills look really good. Uh, young quarterback, great defense. Um, you know, running back looks good too. John Brown looked great. It's going to be tough. A change. We'll yeah, see what the off season brings because can't count the Patriots out. Maybe they'll make some moves. They they do some surprising things, but I think the more and more we wait. We'll see if Brady actually goes back or not. Yeah. Now, I do want to point out that he will, he will be going against Adam Gase twice a year. Those are two completely two, winnable games. Two wins. Two winnable games for him. <laughs> so uh, I'm not expecting anything less than success out of Tua this year. Yeah. Especially if he's st- – well, he might not even start this year. Now, there's still Fitzpatrick. He's still the quarterback. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic, Exactly. And they have that one um, irrelevant quarterback that I completely forgot his name. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. There we go. <laughs> they're they're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, they have they're to. they're going to draft a quarterback and and they're going to make some moves and I think they'll have a very good draft. They're they're doing the template as uh, stack up picks like the Raiders did and, and and build for the future. So we'll see. Obviously, you got to make the right decisions. Tua definitely could be one of them. The next guy we're going to talk about is Jordan Love uh, from Bakersfield, California. Does he have the best name? He's He's got a pretty good name. Well, Herbert's definitely the worst name. There's no question of that. I mean, if you look at his combine picture, Herbert just looks like he's from Oregon. Yeah. Have you seen it? Go yeah, back and look. Go, check. go uh, back and yeah, look. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do, do a double check. Uh, I'd say more Midwest. But Midwest? Oregon's close. Is that worse? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that be, worse than be actually? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, obviously, Jordan Love has some athletic ability. He ran a four seven four in his forty, uh, not bad. But the the guy has a cannon for an arm. I mean, he has a massive arm and probably one of the best arms in the draft. Uh, keeps ball tucked, secured while scanning the field. I mean, he's tall in the pocket, smooth looks comfortable in the pocket on a regular basis. Very confident. He has a swagger to him. And that's why I think a lot of people liked, uh, consistency was kind of an issue in 2019, but he is a talent. This guy's good. Yeah. He's pretty good. I want to compare him. I don't want to say he's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Oh, you think he's going to be Patrick Mahomes? I don't, I don't want to say he's going to be Jesus. That's but he has some like I don't know. You watch him play a little bit, and you're kind of like, oh, that kind of looks like Patrick Mahomes. Now he does have character issues. He was cited for marijuana possession. Oh, so I mean, oh no, oh no, oh no. 
Call the police. <laughs> hey, I it's, mean, it's not legal in the NFL. I can't do it. Uh, hey, you, you abide by the rules. I, I'm not concerned about that. I'm more concerned about the six games with multiple interceptions. He had three pick sixes. Yeah. I, I, that concerns me. It, he, it's he's, he's not a top 10. No, I don't, I don't I, think he's I a mean, he's, I, I think he could move into the first round. I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots picked him up. It wouldn't or draft him. It wouldn't be a surprise, but there is definitely holes in his game, and I think it's uh, staring down, telegraphing his throws on a regular basis. His de- decision making is is a big issue, especially in zone. Yeah, he had the most fifty fifty balls thrown in all of college. I mean, which is cool that you mm-hmm. trust your receivers that much. But uh, I don't know if you say the Patriots are going to take a look at him. That's not their forte. They are about quick high percentage throws, yards after catch, and allowing the receivers to make plays. Uh, I don't see them. What receivers? Well, yeah, unfortunately <laughs> now, yeah. but It's it's a new era for the Patriots. If, if Brady's not there, it's a new era. Until Belichick so, leaves. It's Belichick will be gone pretty quick after uh, Brady when they start losing every year. Ouch. I don't think so. Ooh, so you're saying Brady oh. made Belichick. We'll have to see. We'll find out. If we think Brady's leaving and we think that the Bills are the division leaders, I mean, there has to be a correlation there, right? Well, there could just be team talent around it. So they're falling apart. The offenses. The defense defense will be fine. Defense has never been bad on the Patriots. Okay. So so the offense is going to be bad. Yeah. Like it was... This Last year. year, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it'll definitely be a step back. Depend, of course, this is a, this is a hypothetical, depending on what happens. But this is right as of right now, it's definitely looking like the offense has taken a massive step back. It's gonna be if Brady's not there, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna take a massive step back. We don't know who the quarterback would be. They don't have any wide receivers. A tight end. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to pick up a, a tight end in free agency, but. They have a lot of things they need to cover and hold, and that offensive line still wasn't even very good this year. They have some holes that they need to figure out. And like you said, the Bills are looking good. Bills are looking good, and the other t- – well, I don't want to say the other teams in the division are on the up and up because Adam Gase is on the Jets. So we're just going to have to see if the Dolphins can overtake them. Dolphins, the Dolphins overtake the Jets. No, well, that's not going to be difficult. I'm talking overtaking the Patriots. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Are you not ready to crown that? The Dolphins overtake the Patriots. Yeah. No, I'm not ready. Not to crown ready that. to crown no. it. No. Even though they did it, I'm not. I'm not ready. Ooh. I'm not ready. Okay, so that's Can't enough winners. It. So we talked a lot about you know players that did well. In Let's the talk about combined. Pe- talk about people like you. Losers. Oh. Uh, quarterback oh. quarterback losers. Quarterback losers. I'll let you start it off. Jacob Easton. Oh, you did Jacob Easton? Yeah. Oh, you mixed it up. Yeah, I mixed it up because oh, you, you did it think, to me, so oh, I did think, it to you back. You think you're fancy. Yeah, dude. a little bit. Oh, Thank okay. you. I'm so sorry. Jacob Easton, mostly because he's not going Weston. Got it. Oh, wow. Boom. You're so funny. Yeah, but mostly because when I kind of like looked at some analysis and then you, you see some like NFL comparisons, one of them said Brock Eisweller. And I said, ha. What a bust. <laughs> so let's just start off with Eason. Let's do it. 6'6", six, six, has a massive arm. Uh, one of the strongest arms in the draft, for sure. Uh, massive guy. Issue is anticipation, ball placement, 
are probably the two biggest knocks for him. And you you saw it at the combine. Other than that, man, the guy looks great. Does he? I mean, the arm talent is there, but there is definitely massive issues. I got arm talent. Doesn't mean you, I could be in the NFL. You got arm talent. Yeah, I got arm talent. You're six six and can throw the yeah, ball eighty yards. But you see, you see, I can't throw a slant or an out route. <laughs> I have extremely deep drawbacks, which hurt my pass protection. <laughs> I am. I can't throw under pressure, and that's all. And I, I don't have a clutch gene. There you go. Um, and if you wouldn't draft me, then you won't draft Mr. Easton because those are all his weaknesses. I knew you were going to do that. You, you like that. Set you good, up. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, there you go. Sunshine. Uh, yeah, he has holes. This was not a good combine for him, and it's only going to hurt his draft. Yeah, stock when he when he has more term. more sacks than like incompletions, it's probably an issue. Big issue. Big issue. Yeah, I mean. Other than that, I don't see a team taking him. You don't I, see a team I, taking him I mean, at all. Well, I mean, a team's going to take him. Yeah, I just can't like pinpoint one that says, "Oh yeah, a team will take him right here, and he'll be a backup, and then he'll eventually start." I see nothing out of him. I don't. I, I. I can't imagine a team wanting him over somebody in free agency or thinking that they can mold him into an actual quarterback. Someone's going to try to mold him. Somebody for, will try. Uh, and no, for, for sure they're going to try to mold him. And yeah, I, I do think they'll fail. But it's like a Brock Osweiler, Carson Palmer mix. Osweiler's huge. Mm-hmm. Palmer's got a good arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Palmer definitely was a lot more accurate and did not drop back as far as <laughs> he did. So there's the the correlations are you know Osweiler did though he did. So I'm he just did. saying he, he did. did. So it's a pretty decent correlation, but he is he's going to have some trouble. He's going to be long term. He's going it's going to take him a while to get to where he needs to be if he's ever going to be a starter. Uh, mainly a backup, but there is potential, so he'll definitely get drafted. And we'll have to just see and go after that. You know, I'll let you take on the next one. Jake from Stay Farm. <laughs> I had to do it. I'm sure everybody's done it. We're Jake be from, one of those. from State Farm. Stay Farm. Uh, so, Jake from Stay Farm. <laughs> he had some. Obviously, you want nine-inch hands, right? <laughs> His hands are eight, seven-eighths. Ouch. For a quarterback, ball security is an issue. He's 6'2". He's not the tallest person in the world. He ran the worst 40 in five seconds. It, it was not a good showing for him at all. You know, his good things are he's very competitive quiet feet in the pocket unafraid to throw but weak arm the arm talent is an issue he's a chad pennington ouch back in the day his arm talent is not good below par it's going to be an issue and when he tries to put some zip on the ball the ball does not look pretty at all yeah you know when the coach is kind of talking about the kids and then, you know, he goes to his star player and then he's like, oh, man, this kid, he's got all the talent in the world. He's got athleticism, speed, strength. And then, you know, one of the parents is going to go, oh, what about my kid? And then the coach goes, kid's got heart. Kid's got heart. Kid's dude. got heart. Kid's got heart. And then that's all he can say. 
it, it's a really bad, really bad sign that competitiveness is your best asset. Uh, I mean, he's had a five-game run when he completed less than fifty percent of his passes in college. That's that's that's, that's, that's horrendous. That's can't horrible. Do that. I mean, I know he's had issues wide receivers being gone, but that's horrible. It's it's really bad. Uh, if you're not going to be mobile, you better have the arm talent, the arm strength, and the arm accuracy to make every every throw possible. And if you're not even going to be able to do that, and you lack mobility. Well, what's to say somebody just drafts somebody like Jalen Hurd who can at least be mobile? Yeah, and I mean, there was talks about him possibly being a first-rounder. I mean, that's squashed at this point. No, no, no way. No. Third, fourth, maybe. maybe. I mean, it could be even drop even lower than that. The arm talent really hurt him, and he's it's he's going to need some work. The biggest knock sure. from the combine that I got from him was his inability to throw a tight spiral. It oh, had a lot of wobble to it. For sure. And then his deep ball accuracy was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the quarterback whisperer has already said it. Don't do it. He's going to be a bust. Colt McCoy? That hurt. <laughs> Colt McCoy? Am I just insulting him on a yeah, regular basis? That was, that's a little mean. You know, I, I, I like the guy. Who he, do you like? From state, just just you know, Jake from state, state farm farm, obviously, but it's he, it's just I think it's the physical talent that's gonna hurt him in the end. I think mentally he can go through progressions, all that kind of stuff, but fifty percent accuracy is less than fifty percent accuracy is is really bad. But he's got heart. A lot of people have heart, dude. Do you have heart? Well, yeah, I was born with it. What about you? Yeah, it works too sometimes. Yeah. Skips a beat every so often. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Well, that's all we got for the quarterbacks. Now for the best part of fantasy football, the RBs. I love it. I'm, I'm so. I'm gonna start it off. Go RB, for it. RB winners for the combine: AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, give me a nut. Uh, largest yeah. back of the class, 247 pounds. He's a big guy. 15 pounds heavier than any other at that position. I mean, he had some best marks Friday, which for that weight's ridiculous. 41-inch vertical was best among running backs. 131-inch broad jump. Even a 453-second 40 time, which was in the top 10 for RBs. With that much weight, I mean that that is a that's amazing. Okay. All right. I mean when you when you tell me his frame and the stat statistics, does Derrick Henry jump off the board or is he not exactly that much of a freak? I I don't th- it's it's pretty good comparison to to be honest, but, but I don't I think Derrick Henry is a little more of a freak than Dylan. Okay. So are you going to put James Conner on him? Or are you going to put somebody like Todd Gurley? No. I, I mean, I think the closest comp that I have is um, is your boy, who we just talked about. Is uh, I mean, James Conner could be good. Melvin Gordon? No. No, not quite. Derrick Henry, but like a... Like in between. Uh, in between yeah. a Derrick Henry and James Conner. Okay. That's how I see it. 
All right. Is that fair? Yeah, that's pretty fair. I, 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 I can go with that, yeah. But why? What's he so good at? What is he so good at? Yeah. I mean, he's just a freak. You you weigh that much and you can run that fast and you have that much explosive ability. Bo he, Jackson? No, I think Bo's a different animal. <laughs> <laughs> Bo's a different animal, okay? I mean, if you're thinking, like, Barkley's a different animal, too. Like, okay. we're on the... Spe- yeah. Are we on different little spectrums yeah, right now? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's not that. I mean... He's in between uh, Derrick Henry and James Conner. It's a mixture. So if they had okay. a baby, it uh, would be A.J. Dillon. Okay. Does that make sense? I can I can get with that, yeah. You can even put a little Frank Gore in there, too. Dude. And then you just got a mixture of three different people. Ouch. That was, okay, let's exit out Frank Gore. Frank Gore is high praise. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that that is my first winner. What's yours? Uh, shoot, I don't think I can top that anymore. You can, dude. Cam Akers. Cam Akers is your guy. Cam Akers looked really good. 4-4-7, 40-yard dash. He did 20 reps of the bench press, which I think is pretty good. Broad jump of 122 inches. Uh, he's got the the frame that I really like with pass catching abilities. I am a I'm, – I'm high on pass catching. Yeah. And if you are able to pass catch in the NFL with some blocking – some pass protection, I think you're going to be golden in the NFL. I think running ability after that is kind of a secondary when you have both of those. Yeah, and I think he needed a big showing at the combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that At Florida State, that offensive line was horrible. So it made his life obviously difficult being a running back. Uh, so him showing what he can do is massive for the combine, build up his stock, obviously. It was a big day for him, and, and he produced. You know, four four seven on his forty. Uh, he looked great. Uh, it killed the Deuce Staley drill. Absolutely murdered it. But he looked good, and like you said, dual threat catch ball catches the ball out of backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, what do you think? Who who does he remind you of? What are we thinking? Uh, I think he's a little bit better than Duke Johnson. A little bit. I think he'll be a little bit better than Duke. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I I'm not sure he'll be better than uh, Chris Thompson. Christian yeah. Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the same passing ability. Yeah, almost, I, almost. I, I, I'm least. not sure. I'm ready to give him first, second down opportunities. I think right now he's going to be fit in as a third down back. Uh, I mean, he has in college. He does. He never really broke out that chunk play, uh, and. He's, he kind of he, he he looks to run people over rather than kind of run them run by them. I'm not sure a first and second down back can do that. I feel like they need to be a little bit more elusive or mm, more durable. To me, he seems like he's a natural runner though. He, so I think the potential is there for sure. He seems like a natural runner, one of the most natural runners in the draft. But yes, I I can understand where you're coming from on that. Now. Why would an NFL team not pay Melvin Gordon or get Carlos Hyde? He's a free agent this year. Lamar Miller is also a free agent this year. Carlos Hyde, Lamar Miller, you can talk to me a little bit more about than Melvin Gordon. I'm not. It depends where you can get Cam Akers at, but I'm not paying Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon money when I can draft a guy or pick up a Lamar Miller or a Carlos Hyde, especially if I have other holes. 
you know, I mean, if, Carl, that's, if yeah. that's the only thing I'm missing is a top tier running back and my whole team is set, which no team is start off with that. It's hard for me to pitch that to me because I would rather use that money for some other options. So like right now, for example, the Dolphins, their number one RB is Kenyon Balaj. Yes. They're definitely drafting an RB in the draft if they don't go out and take one in free agency. And even if they do take one in free agency, I can still see them taking a running back. Yeah. Is this a potential fit? Obviously not the first round, probably not even the second round. In the third round, I could see them start looking at RBs. I think Akers will be there for them. Yeah, and I'd be, I'd be fine with that. But there's no way you're going to get me to get buy into Melvin Gordon. And I think Akers could be good with that, but they need to get that offensive line situated. They need to figure out what their plan is on long term if they draft a if they draft a quarterback or they're just going to go heavy on O-line and running back and try to get that offense half decent with Fitzpatrick and then maybe build with Rosen, which will probably never happen, but pretty much wait until next year, build a good offensive line, have some, at least some sort of weapons and then draft a quarterback next year. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, acres would be a good option. Gordon in that situation is a, is a hundred percent. No, on my no, no. Yeah. So you'd rather have Carlos Hyde than Melvin right now. I would rather have more Miller than Probably. than Melvin. He's going to be way cheaper. You know, that team is not going anywhere. The, the Miami Dolphins are, are not going anywhere this year. Is it a hot take to say that they will be better than the Patriots this year? I could see it. It's hard. You're, it's going to be hard for you to. I would take the Patriots. I would bet on the Patriots pretty heavily okay. on that aspect. But I mean, I could see a situation where that possibly could happen but that goes with making the right decisions on free agency making the right decisions drafting a whole bunch of things need to happen Fitzpatrick needs to be the start of the whole time all those kind of aspects before before we get into that discussion before the yeah exactly As, as of right now I will bet that the Patriots will make the proper decision rather than the Dolphins but hey anything can happen without a quarterback am I right oh yeah uh, yeah, a hundred percent. So we'll wait and see, and we'll go off of that. All right. Who's the last winner that we have in the combine? Last, you want to hear about winners, dude? Ooh, yeah. I mean, apparently, you're all about it. So I'm all about it. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is a winner for me, and Jonathan Taylor had a very good combine this year. Remind me of a little bit of. Hines a little bit, but he ran a four four one in his forty yard. He looked great, the second fastest of all running backs. Uh, he looked good. I mean, he's speed guy. We all know that aspect. But I'll let you carry on. I think he's the best back in the draft, in my opinion. I think he's the most well balanced. He has the height, he has the weight, and he's got the speed, and he's shown to have durability. Uh, he's hit over 200 yards passing 12 times in his college career. Uh, he does sit and wait patiently. He has a little bit of Lev Bell-esque type running style. He does wait patiently behind the line and let blocks blockers do their job. Uh, he has a good stick plant, what cut, one cut freedom talent. Um, and I think the best part of him is 
he does go for his pass protection. He loves to go and chop people's legs down, try to bring those bring down extra blitzers. A willing blocker. Yeah, he's much. a willing blocker. If I mean Frank Gore has showed that if you know how to pass protect, you're going to be in the league for a really long time, regardless of how explosive you are in the running game. And if you have that ability, then you're already going to be successful. And then, uh, like I said earlier, he does have some route running ability, and he has shown it. Um, he has dropped a couple passes, but if you're able to at least start a route tree going in college, then I like your chances in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely got a lot of positives. There's also some, some weaknesses. I mean, thir- 300 touches in all three seasons. Just... Uh, that's awesome. It is, but it also wear down for running backs long-term. We can see that wear and tear concerns for the NFL. Just kind of like we were talking about fumbled 15 times over three years. That's a concern that has to be an actual, that's definitely a red flag. Uh, you know, a, a red flag, the 300 touches I can get over. I mean, that means you've been useful for all three years. Everyone likes you. you you're playing great. And, you're barely off the field and you're not injured, which is all good signs. Mm-hmm. But 15 fumbles over three years is not good. Now, he does remind me of Miles Sanders with his ball-carrying ability. Excuse me? Can you say that again? Miles Sanders. You think he's Miles Sanders? Well, Miles Sanders has also had fumbling issues, correct? correct. So if you're going to have fumbling issues in college, chances are it's just going to be elevated in the NFL. Yeah. So it is definitely going to be something to watch out for. Yeah. So the potential for Jonathan Taylor on yeah, the right team. I think he has the highest ceiling in the in the in the DeAndre the Swift. Class. No. DeAndre Swift. We'll get into DeAndre Swift a little later on before mm. the draft. Okay. All that kind of aspects. Okay. We can watch a little tape on that. But that's it. That's that's all I have for the winners. You want to go for the losers? Oh, are you saying that because you're a loser? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. We're going to start it off with Zach Moss. Let's let's do it. Zach Moss. Mostly just because he's not Randy Moss. Is he not Randy Moss? No. Uh, well, he wouldn't be a he wouldn't be a running back. But <laughs> sure he's not Randy Moss, dude? Is it his cousin? Uh his second cousin. You don't know on his You don't know. Side. Do you know Randy Moss personally? Yeah, we talk on the daily. So, he has extremely tight hips. And if you have tight hips, then chances are you can't cut, can't shift, and you can't move. And if that happens, you become a very basic one tight back. And if you do that, then you're going to be telegraphing exactly what your team is doing on offense if you're in the game. Uh, I I think that's going to be a huge knock on him. Uh, And he does this thing where you have to shuffle a couple steps. It's a little weird. He isn't able to kind of do it in one one solid motion he needs like two or three steps in order to start his cut yeah and that's probably because of how tight his hips are and his game speed is average he's unable to he he doesn't move faster than the teammates around him he he tied for the worst to the bottom of the class 465 uh four seconds 65 second 40 yard dash Uh, i mean he tweaked his hamstring at the vertical jump but decided to push through. Uh, did the 40 in drills anyways. He's going to run again uh, on his pro day on March 26. 
So maybe that goes up, but it's not a surprise on how slow he was. He's more of a tank and more bruising back anyways, which is not that great or ideal at these times right now. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it doesn't look good for him. It dropped him way down. I don't see it. He had really a, going up. He had season-ending surgery on his meniscus, mm-hmm. 2018. So we already we have durability concerns, and he's a physical back. Uh, those are two contradictions that you can't have as a running back in the NFL. I don't. Yeah. I don't see him going very far. I think he'll be kind of like a training camp back. Uh, yeah, I mean he'll he'll probably get drafted super late, but I, I see. I, 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 I yeah. agree. I see a tail end Legarrette Blunt after the Legarrette Blunt has some talent. Though. Yes, but yeah, at the I end mean, of the year, he was that. Oh, you're on the one yard line. Give it to Legarrette Blunt. He scores. <laughs> well, yeah. He's a bruising back. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yes. Uh, Javon Leak from Maryland is the next guy I want to talk about. And when he played for the Terrapins. Terrapins? Just, yeah. It's, it's Maryland, baby. Uh, 145 career rushing attempts. That's very low. That's... that. I mean, 7.9-yard uh, carry for average er, and 17 rushing touchdowns. He seemed like he could just absolutely fly. I mean, he looked fast on tape, and then you go to the 40, and he ran a 4.65. So, so it's it's a little one – one of the slowest backs in the draft. If you watch the tape, he flies by people. And then we get to the 40 and nothing. Hmm. So, so so his game speed is way faster than what the 40 is saying. To me, that's what it looks like. We'll watch some tape later on, go through everything before the draft actually happens. Of course. Obviously, but from what I'm seeing and what I saw, th- something happened or it's just he's better with the pads on, man. Some people can just – they flip a switch when the pads come on. So – I'm I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt there. What I'm not gonna give him the benefit of the doubt of is the fact that he had double digit carries just three times in his yeah. NFL career. Yeah. Can he handle an NFL workload? Probably not. And I mean you're thinking when that happens you don't have that kind of stuff. You're thinking, uh this is this guy a game changer with speed? Mm-hmm. And if you watch the tape, he he's blowing by people, but the forty doesn't show it. His he had a 34 inch vertical jump, which was the bottom half at his position. So explosive, you got to be a little concerned about being explosive. Ultimately, it was not a good day for him because running backs, you want speed, you you want a good vertical jump, you want a good broad jump, you you want all those kind of things. It was not a good mm-hmm. day for him. Now, now this is not a combine type thing. This is a pass protection type thing. Yep. Now, when you do it, you either, you know, you can chop their legs or you can try to, you know, use your hands to muscle them. Or you do nothing. Or or you do what he did, which is use your helmet and shoulders. I mean, you can't get a holding call that way. <laughs> it, you know. It just sounds painful. See, I mean, the strengths that everyone has on here is elite playmaking ability. That's cool. But... Four six five is not elite. That's not elite. Not even close. Uh, uh, I mean, springy and explosive. Broad jump was thirty four. Uh, the the it, numbers it, just don't show. 
need to watch tape. Obviously, you don't go off everything on the combine, um, but it's it's got to hurt. Yeah, it's got it's got to hurt him. The especially combine with, didn't help him, especially with such little carries. That was really his time to shine on his speed, acceleration, burst, all that good stuff. But obviously, it didn't work out. No, not at all. I'm gonna let you handle the last guy. The last guy, his name is Tony Jones, and you know the rules: never trust somebody with two first names. And he definitely shows that you cannot trust him due to the fact that he dropped out after his junior year to prepare for the NFL draft, thinking okay. that he could be at least a mid-round RB draft. Oh, did he? Yeah. And then he ran a four six eight forty thirteen reps of the bench press, and then a thirty two for the uh, vertical jump. Now him being five ten and two twenty shows that he probably should have done a couple more bench press reps. But that being said, I. Uh, he still showed that he is slow and with very stiff hips. And he has shown that he's probably going to be a bruiser back just as we uh, discussed with our other bust. He looks like he has no neck, dude. Yeah, he's kind of missing one. I, just, I, I, I got, st- I got <laughs> stuck on his photo. He's, he's got like no neck. Yeah, I got I got I kind of got stuck on his photo for a quick second. Looks it looks like, like Cam Akers. If you look at him, yeah, if he's running the forty, it looks like he has no neck. <laughs> it's just like his head is just floating. <laughs> it's a little weird. Um, yeah, I mean, up and down production throughout the season. Slow starter out of his stance. I, he d- he can't. He has yeah. no pass catching ability. It's it's so many negatives. It's a lot. So he, many negatives. But he, he he is unable to start, stop, and start again, which is kind of the biggest thing for a running back. Is really, being able to start, yeah, start, stop, and then regain your acceleration and move up up and down the field. But I mean, that is to be said when you run a four six eight forty, and you're a little bit. I want to say I don't want to say you're overweight, but two twenty at five ten, he's a little chunky. I mean, you know, a little bit, a little chunky. Yeah. You're like two seventy, right? Five, five, five. <laughs> uh, I think we're all good. So uh, we will see you next time. Good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 